Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Uh, Mr. Joe McGranahan is directly across from me. Hall of Fame broadcaster, mayor of Shemokin Dam, man with fox funnels firmly re-implanted back in his ears. He took them away for a short time around the election, but had them reinserted. We'll have to ask him why. I noticed but they the, inserted the CNN um, funnels CNN. in a rather unusual <laughs> place in your anatomy. I have uh, seen... <laughs> CBS radio funnels. Oh, do you? Okay. Yes. That's all I hear. Is That's that original radio. reporting, the stuff you make right. up? <laughs> yes. Some of it is fit to print and some of it we just plain made up. So, Whose motto was that? All the news that's fit to print. I forget whose motto that was. Oh, that was. sounds like the New York Times. Was it? Okay. All the news that's fit to print. So what news isn't fit to print? <laughs> the stuff you make up. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Well, welcome on board. Now you know where we stand on the media. And uh, Joe's a left-leaning, common-sense conservative. Left-leaning? Who, oh, right-leaning. I'm <laughs> Sorry, a common sense conservative who is always willing to listen to good ideas before he dismisses them nah, outright. I forget them. Right there we go. Thank you. <laughs> You're on, welcome. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll free line open. Call us one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the market and text us at seven zero two three six. You always come in with an early gotcha where the Democrats uh, have no clothes on. What is the gotcha moment? <laughs> of today. The Democrats have no clothes on. Well, that's yeah. a startling admission. Um, I think it's very interesting that, um, I don't know whether you heard Rand Paul's speech yesterday. We are talking talking about the... Um, um, you I heard know, an excerpt. That. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that that's something that's interesting. But I'm I really can't get over the fact that the idiots, and I mean the absolute idiots in San Francisco, have now done it. They voted to take away the names of the schools of George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and Thomas Jefferson. The American icons are among a list of historical figures whose names will be removed from San Francisco's public schools following a 6-to-1 vote by the school board Tuesday, according to multiple reports. Washington and Jefferson, of course, were both slave owners, and Lincoln, who ended slavery, became controversial because of claims he oppressed indigenous people. But you know who else is on the list? Francis Scott Key. Oh, brother. Right, wait, yeah. wait, wait, what did he do wrong? Or did a, did I, They don't say what it is he did mm-hmm. wrong, but I, I guess it's because he, he maybe had a slave or something like that. I well, the sum know. total of the... Well, you know, it's like anybody's... If you really look at them closely under the microscope, you can find flaws, so we'll assume he had some. Now, also banned, William McKinley, James what? Garfield, James Monroe, and Herbert Hoover. Now, what Herbert Hoover would have done, uh, except that he did he did bring the troops against General Douglas MacArthur uh, against the Bonus Army um, at one point, uh, Revolutionary War hero Paul Revere, 
and Robert Louis Stevenson. <laughs> we'll have to find out. So are you well, And they didn't stop there. They also are taking away Diane Feinstein's name from a school uh, because I guess they didn't like the fact that she gave a hug to, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, after the Senate impeachment hearings. Who'd she hug? Um, oh, gosh, the Republican. Oh, not the whip, okay. Uh, the, all right. I vaguely, vaguely yeah, remember right. something like that. Okay, so they're, they're anti-Huggites. So, I mean, the mayor, thank goodness the mayor, London Breed, rebuked the plan in October as offensive, saying the school board should be focused on reopening schools closed during the pandemic rather than renaming them. But, you know, that's where are we going to stop? What's next? There was that college. I forget which one it was. I have it here somewhere that uh, removed a racist rock from their campus. And the reason, and you know, my, my question was, how did a rock become racist? It's probably a location where there were slave Well, options. no, apparently at some point, a rather large rock of this type was referred to as the N-word with the word head after it. Once in a newspaper article, it was referred to in that hmm. manner as, the, you know, there were... Um, so now they want the rock removed. How big is it? I, Hopefully just a substan- boulder. Well, you can move a boulder, but you Fairly can't. substantial, as I understand it. I mean, it uh, it was a big rock. Well, can't they just put a plaque on it with the proper context? You always advocate but it for never, that. This rock was referred to... It was, it was one time, Mark. <laughs> it was one time in a newspaper article in 1923 that it was referred to, and then the students feel threatened by this rock on campus. You know, where are we going as a country? I mean, when you look at the young men in 1943... Well, and apparently the name, the name stuck. Is that correct? No, it didn't stick. It so was used no one time. No one uses that, but all of a sudden, hey, this... Have you ever heard of a large rock referred to in that manner in all the years well, you've been alive? I haven't. <laughs> no, but I don't know what's wrong with Francis Scott Key or Paul Revere either. Well, so. neither do I. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, uh, let's get the party started. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. Joe's current B in his bonnet is the fact that he's got a... a uh, list of politically incorrect moves that individuals who are interested in fairness and respect are promoting. Do you believe this is a fairness and respect issue? Well, I don't know about the rock. <laughs> Sound that sounds kind but of trivial. But you believe that Abe Lincoln should be banned. Well, they're going to have to take down the obelisk at Penn State, too, because there's a myth associated with that. Oh, really? I'm not familiar with that. Uh, I guess I can say it. If, if a virgin walks by it, it will crumble. Now, talk about something that's politically incorrect. (laughs) Right. So the obelisk must be removed, which is made up of rock from each county in Pennsylvania, incidentally. So are we going to tear down the Washington Monument, destroy dynamite the Lincoln Memorial? You know, blow up the Jefferson Memorial. Well, you always argue for context for these things. But what's the context about Abraham Lincoln? He he harmed indigenous peoples. He begrudgingly begrudgingly freed the slaves, you know, instead of... uh, doing it, you know, mindfully and willfully and, and graciously. I see. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I'm speculating. <laughs> you know, you'd have to, first of all, these are individual school districts. These are their buildings, you know, so it makes it sound like you're anti-school board. You, you, you don't, you want to control what the school board does, which is very anti-Republican to come up with more regulation. No, I don't want to control what they did. I mean, board. the school board you obviously. Disagree. You just don't understand it. The school board at one point obviously decided these people deserved the honor and named the schools after them. Mm-hmm. So what reason, the reasons that they that they're well, taking them down existed at 
the time they named them after them. Every generation knows more than the one before. <laughs> oh, brother, there's a mis- <laughs> misstatement so if the, I ever heard one. I'm just saying that they think they do. And the, the current generation says this, this name no longer suits, you know, if you put it in the full context. All right, well, we got one line waiting and more calls coming in, so we'll take, we'll go to the phone lines, 1-800-795-9565, if you wish to join the conversation. Than you are on the mark. Thanks for waiting a short time. Oh, not much time at all. Good morning. And so, let me ask you, apparently name-calling is back. <laughs> is that a Republican thing? Name-calling is now back. And right. It's okay to call Joe kind of a old man who uh, was left behind. Is that the... Uh, I mean, Joe starts off with calling people idiots when he has no idea what he's talking about. And then he attacks the news, and, you know, the news deserves, the news outlets deserve to be attacked, but I think that we ought to put more credence in our thinking. Joe, you have forgotten that we, the people who read and hear and watch the news outlets, are supposed to use critical thinking, because there are people at Fox who don't report the news at all, which is one of the reasons I couldn't stand listening when uh, uh, the president uh, would make a terrible gaffe and really offend people. I would read it in the paper. I'd see it on CNN uh, and ABC and other channels. And on Fox, they'd be talking about how many penguins are dying at the South Pole and never report the news that is bad for Trump. Well, so at least they're covering. Gee, the you always said you always said they reported lies. Now you're now you're saying they don't report anything. Well, they made up the penguin story. <laughs> okay. No, the penguin story. Yeah, I think you. I, Joe's favorite thing when he thinks somebody is dumber than him is um, um, you don't get the point. You you don't know how to think. The point is, Joe, I don't think the name-calling, and I've done And, and of course, head. yes, you do it all the time. You call me all sorts of names, say, yeah. I don't know how to think, and go ahead, go ahead, I'm listening. Okay, but you, I, I've tried to kind of get away from that after <laughs> the... You have failed miserably. Out of, uh, out of Washington. Well, I just heard you this morning calling people idiots. That's and, right. Uh, do you believe that people who want to rename schools or take the names of schools off of our national heroes, Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, do you believe they're com- they have a lot of common sense then? I have no idea. Because I don't know what they're thinking, and neither do you. Well, yes, I, yes, I do. It's right here in the story. It's been widely reported what they think. What they think is that Washington and Jefferson were slave owners, and Lincoln, and who ended slavery, became controversial because critics claim he oppressed indigenous people. That's what they're thinking. Well, uh, you guys like to make the United States look like uh, some kind of magical kingdom through the last 200 and some years. And we've we've got our warts. And when you point out the warts, it really shouldn't upset you. You should realize that's part of education about who you are oh, with than, in the country than. where you live. Than, if that was the case, then you would put context to things. You wouldn't remove the names from people. You would add context to the message. No, they're not doing it the way you like it. I understand that. They're not, they're not doing the trial the way you like it and so forth. But... It's being done by people who are not thoughtless, who are not ignorant, 
who are not No, they're idiots. just just idiots, that's all. Oh, come no, on. They just Enough. Disagree with Enough. <laughs> but the other thing I wanted to bring up real quickly is you really don't worry about the insurrection in Washington all that much as a Republican. Am I right about that? Do you that? worry about the insurrection in Portland? Yeah, well... I don't hear you ever call in about that and say that these people should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. No, I worry about both of them. I think they're both wrong. I think both of those groups should be uh, face the full weight of the law and suffer the maximum possible penalties. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, I, I agree and disagree. Oh, the right. You, you give Antifa a pass, right? <laughs> Brother. Oh, Joe, goodness. Joe, Joe, you Joe, Joe. You don't know what Antifa is. You haven't figured out what Black Lives Matter is. <laughs> there you I'll go. Now, and there's another insult. What? Uh, there's another insult. I can't figure out what Black Lives Matter is. You just, can. You just have not. I just, I'm just a pretty old dumb rube over here. This <laughs> is a good stepping <laughs> off point, then. <laughs> and I'm older than you are. Admission is the first step to rehabilitation, Joe. So, all right. Thank you, Than. My question is, Do you are you upset about the insurrection on Congress? Don't deflect. By talking about Portland, we can talk about that later. No, I'm not deflecting. I'm saying they're part and parcel. The they are part. I just answered your question. I'm upset about both. I'm upset about what happened in Washington. Not yet. You obviously don't listen to me when I talk to you. Uh, but I'm upset about that, and I'm upset about what happened in Portland. I'm upset about any group of people trying to overthrow any of our governments. And it's wrong, okay, and it but, needs to be punished. You, the Republicans have decided it's okay to do that? No, they haven't. No, okay. Rep- no Republican has decided it's okay to do that, Than. Come only on. Five, only five has been against. Uh, five of all the Republicans in the Senate have been against the trial that's coming up. And why have the other 45 not? They don't believe no it's constitutional. They don't believe it's constitutional, and you're saying, of course, they don't know how to think because they didn't arrive at the conclusion Than arrived at. All right, we got to hit, no, hit the road here, no. Than. I was a little upset about uh, having our house in Washington invaded by a bunch of Trumpsters. I how, mean, I'm, how about when it was invaded in 1954 by a bunch of uh, Puerto Ricans? Was right. that bad, too? I was upset about that, too. Believe Than, me. I they shot them up. Dan, we gotta, we got to move on. Thank you so much. <laughs> Your conversation with the deflector-in-chief is over. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate that. Uh, Stan is next, right before the break. Go ahead, sir. Good morning. Uh, I agree with Joe. There's a lot of idiocy going around. Uh, maybe on both sides, but, uh, you know, renaming schools? What did Paul Revere do? Well, he woke up people. It was offensive to them. They were sleeping. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> they, they, they were grumpy when they woke up. Yeah, he, they, he just woke up a lot of people, and they, they lost their beauty sleep. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, yeah. oh, 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 okay. If Joe I, you know, was there, I, so he remembers. I don't understand. <laughs> What's wrong with Paul Revere? I'm going to have to look that up. There was a I great mean, Francis, Francis Scott Key, I know they say there's some words in the anthem if you go deeper into it in some of the right. verses that are supposedly racist. I'm not sure. I don't think they are. You know, he was in context of the day and what was going on. But that's one of Francis Scott Key. That's what I've heard in the past because they've been, what, trying to get rid of the national anthem because of that? Yep. 
among yeah, other so. things. Okay, Wikipedia says, charged with cowardice and insubordination, Revere was court-martialed and dismissed from the militia in uh, seven, before 1782. In 1782, he was acquitted of those charges, but his reputation remained tarnished. And okay. Up. Oops, no, considering he was a silversmith, tarnished is not necessarily <laughs> bad. Well, that's funny. Um, only Joe can make that joke. You know, nobody, Stan, you and I can't do that joke. So well, uh, I, knew, I, I knew he was a tinsmith or something like that, but I okay, know, I agree okay. with that. Ten facts about history's archetypal patriot, uh, Paul Revere. One, he was a French extraction. Two, he was a silversmith. He was known for his art. He led a spy ring. He was uh, a well-known poet. A well-known poem about him is inaccurate at several places. His most famous quote is not true, uh, which was, what, the, oh, the British are coming. A borrowed horse served as his worthy steed. It wasn't his horse. His military record was less than stellar, but he was eventually acquitted, and he became a successful businessman. Oh, he fathered, okay. 60, he fathered 16 <laughs> children. Well, wow. that's obviously you know, so you're why gonna take, you're going to take the name off his school because of all that. Well, that's pretty impressive. Actually, but he populated the school. I don't think we should take his name off of it. <laughs> it's his school. Right. Half the kids there are his descendants. Yeah, boy. All right. We got, what else, Stan? We got to hit the road here. Well, you know, I listened to Rand Paul's speech on the House floor or the Senate floor yesterday, and he was right on the money. He was. I mean, you're right. I he mean, was. So. When are we going to impeach these other people that were inciting violence throughout the years? Yeah, that's a good point. Do they rise to the level of President Trump? Well, no, of course they do. Okay, all right, thank you. He pointed that's out yes. one, of, one of Bernie Sanders' supporters came to a ball field and nearly killed Representative mm -hmm. Steve Scalise, but nobody talked about impeaching Sanders. Maxine right. Waters has said, get up in their face. So has Cory Booker. Become a mob. We want you to mob them at restaurants and cause mayhem. Yeah, but there's Is a that big inciting to violence? Between, there's a big difference that's between inciting an individual who may be deranged or... Uh, you know, significantly more violent than a normal person versus for six years fomenting an insurrection that finally was uh, brought to the fore. Giving your supporters permission over the years to fight the U.S. government violently. So when Cory Booker said, when Cory Booker said, "Become a mob," we want you to mob them at restaurants and cause mayhem. He should be given a pass for that, or is that inciting a riot? Can, you can start the impeachment process if you so wish. Go right ahead. No, but what Nobody's I'm saying is that you. these words are bad. They shouldn't be spoken by either side. But they're not insightful from a common for anybody with common sense. It's not insightful. I just insightful. hope that you don't get on President Trump's defense team because his main defense, I guarantee you, is not going to be, "Hey, there's." other people as bad as him. I guarantee you. All right? Stan, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. You know, the five Republicans that voted against stopping this charade are all self-serving Republicans. You got Romney, who thinks he's going to run again in 2024, probably. And you got Toomey, he figures he's got nothing to lose because he's not rerunning. And, and the other two are, you know, the other three are just been lousy Republicans all along. So, hey, whatever. But in the end, they don't have the numbers to to convict to get him out of office, which, by the way, he is out of office. And if you read the Constitution, which I did, what's the use? What's the sense in this? I, I don't understand. I understand the impeachment process. He was still in office. The, right. the House can impeach, which they did. But there's no way to hold a trial against a, 
a non-sitting officer of the of the government. But the, but the point that someone yeah. made, I think, is a valid yeah. one. Does that mean we give carte blanche to somebody in the last few days of their administration to go out and do something really heinous? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no. got to be a balance here somewhere. All right. Well, if they did something really heinous, then the DOJ would step in after they got out. And they would arrest them and, and, and indict and arrest them, right? Mm, that's hard to if do with a sitting public official. That's hard to do with a sitting public official. But in any event, yeah, legal scholars agree with you. Half of them agree with you, and half of them agree that the trial can go on. So but, I, I think but, we're at but, an impasse here. But to have, but to have a oh, uh, six minutes. We a, go. a senator, a, a Democrat senator, preside over the proceedings when he's already voted that he wants to continue. He's biased to go. Yeah, with if a judge was biased, he'd have to recuse himself. Am I correct? Well, these, this, this is a partisan affair, in case you haven't yeah, gathered. Exactly. I know that. But that's what people keep saying. Well, it's a trial. We've got to have a trial because he did what he did, and we got to get him out. Well, look if at the was, judge. You know, or just, maybe that's what you're talking you about. You can't have it both ways. Thank you so much, sir. Good point. Thank you, Stan. Yeah, appreciate that. Thanks. All right. We'll take a quickie break. we got callers awaiting and an email appending. We'll be right back. Sunbury Motors Ford is bringing in 2021 with a bang. SMZ has just received shipments of the all-new 2021 Ford F-150. Save up to nine grand on the totally redesigned F-150, which was just awarded North America's Truck of the Year for 2021. Sunbury Motors has 67 F-150s in stock and arriving soon. SMC is introducing the highly anticipated 2021 Ford Bronco Sport. The new Bronco's retro design reflects its iconic heritage from the 60s and 70s. Sunbury Motors has them in stock, starting at just $28,200. Pick from 61 of the top selling Ford Escapes with savings up to $8,250 and slash to as low as $22,380. SMC is where you want to be in January for discounts up to $11,000 on the largest selection of new Fords in the Susquehanna Valley. And everyone is clearly marked for this massive sale. Sunbury Motors Ford in the Fourth Street Auto Plaza, proudly serving all of central Pennsylvania for over a century. Hurry, sale ends Monday the 1st. Bay City Rollers, right? Oh, wow. Good for you. All right. Playing the banjo. You don't hear enough Although banjo. that is incorrect. No, that is incorrect. Yeah, he, you got Stampeders. This, Stampeders. Okay. You got this wrong one. Sweet before. City Woman. I got that right, though, right? <laughs> yes, you do. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Dan, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning. Boy, in the scriptures, it tells us not to tear down the ancient landmarks, not to forget our past. So... That's what's being done in our beautiful country. They're tearing down all our ancient landmarks, getting us to forget the heroes of the past that made this country great. So so what they can do is insert the new Marxism, the new socialism. And globalism, don't want. forget. The new world order. There you it's go. what you're saying, unfortunately... It's sad to see coming, but that's what's being done to our beautiful country. Now, the president is doing travel bans from some European countries and a bunch of other countries. How does that fit in with globalism? Wouldn't that be anti-globalism to take a certain group of people and say you're not welcome? He's Well, he's bringing in a lot of... uh, He opened up a lot of the other countries that the past president had closed 
Oh, those ban- ne- that's the Muslim yeah. ban. No, well, what sense does it make to uh, put travel bans on people coming into the country flying, but then saying we're going to open the border to illegal immigrants coming up from countries that are pretty poverty-stricken and maybe very disease-prone? If only that were remotely true. It is but remotely anyway. oh, true. Oh, yes, the borders are going to be opened up. <laughs> well, <laughs> come on. Anyway. And, you know, you saw a court stopped him yesterday. The judge said that the 100-day uh, ban is gone. Well, that's a significant change in immigration policy, just like most of President Trump's. Trump's executive orders had to go through some court scrutiny, so hardly what you're describing. But anyway, we're using up Dan's time here. Okay. That's all right. It, what you're <laughs> saying is true, Joe. What oh, they're bringing in is more little little socialist voters. That the left wing of the Democratic Party will know them people are going to vote for government control. And this is what it's on still unfortunate now socialism probably won't affect me a whole lot if time goes on but to the people that are going to be here after me my you know people relatives that are going to be living on if if the new world order takes over in a short time they're going to be living under a third world government system and what I think will happen I think the Christians will be raptured out within the next three years and this system will turn completely to the new world order is what I predict yep. okay and listen that, we got to grab another quickie caller but uh, Dan and, uh, call you back guys with, take care yeah. you got another and, minute if uh, you want to call back Okay. thank you Dan yep, appreciate right. that Yeah, the, everybody's warning us about that Marianne you got a minute Oh, I don't know if I can say it all in a minute. Well, then you can call back after the news if you if you don't think you can. I will think do that. Minute. You want to do I'll that? Call back. Okay. Yes. All right, we'll let, we'll okay. lay forward to your call after the news. One of our emailers or texters says, I'm still upset about Susquehanna University changing their name from Crusaders to Riverhawks. Yeah. They were going to change it to the marauding, bloodthirsty Christian, but uh, that, that's too long. Marauding, bloodthirsty Christian. Or just keep it Crusaders. Either way, it means oh, the same thing. Oh, come on. So when you, when, you, when you hear the report or hear a story about a crusading newspaper reporter, <laughs> he's a bloodthirsty Christian. Is that it? Yipper. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Read this as best you can. All right. Back away from the mic, first of all. Benghazi, Benghazi, Benghazi. Emails, emails, emails. Wah, wah, wah. Signed, Tom. Love, Tom. <laughs> Another listener says... No, not a soul mentioned Benghazi today. I think Tom's got something stuck in his ears. Another one says, maybe the pet rock was a symbol of slavery also. Next, they'll be going after reparations for Chia descendants. <laughs> it's, I, I don't get that. I'm not, I'm, a Chia I'm, pet. Wait at Christmas. You see those commercials. Right. I was going to put those seeds in my head and see if I could grow some hair. Oh, brother. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the Mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me and opposed to nearly every common sense, uh, free-thinking, forward-thinking, progressive thought that I have ever had. He's called me an idiot a couple of times, too, so at least I'm in good company. I've never called you an idiot. 
oxymoron. Okay. <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> I'm too much of an idiot to even know the difference. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. We've been talking about political correctness. A school in San Francisco is going to rename no, all the of school board. The school, school board. board in San Francisco is going to be naming, uh, renaming all of its school districts if they can find any tiny little asterisk in the history of the individuals for whom the schools are currently named uh, to uh, change those names into something a little bit more acceptable in their view. So that's got Joe's uh, very upset today. Uh, let's see. We, talk, we talked a little bit about the impeachment. Uh, I So far, I've counted probably most people who say they are constitutional experts say you can't impeach somebody who's already gone. So, uh, but it's a very close margin. And let's see, what else have we talked about? Keystone XL Pipeline's been a topic earlier this week. So those are just some of our observations. The Capitol, the violent pro-Trump insurrectionist was mentioned by one of our good uh, callers earlier. So we would invite you to call us with the topic of your selection. Some brief news headlines here. Fire hit a barn used for storage in Milton this morning around 1.15 a.m. It was a structure near the intersection of Front and Mahoning Streets. Central Susquehanna Regional 911 says they dispatch volunteers from a half a dozen fire companies and the Lewisburg Fire Company. The initial report from the scene is the small barn was fully engulfed. No injuries reported in that Milton fire. Governor Tom Wolf uh, says they were hoodwinked by the federal government, told that they would be getting millions more in vaccines, but they never appeared. In fact, it turned out that there was no stockpile that was uh, going to be uh, thrown open to the market. So it's been frustrating and it's disappointing because we've all relied on the federal government sort of this process to make sure that we have the vaccines. He reiterated in a news conference yesterday that every vial of vaccine that comes into Pennsylvania from the manufacturer and the federal government goes to a vaccination distribution point. Some tax money and is at stake when a zoning hearing takes place this afternoon to determine if a Sunbury church can use some of the former Beambo Bakery for their new headquarters. Sunbury Zoning Officer Mike Rhodes says the hearing would allow H2 Church to use about a third of the former bakery property. Uh, to, for use as a church and its ancillary uh, enterprises. The hearing today at 4 p.m. H2 originally applied to use some of the five-acre property uh, with a variance, but that was denied, so they're having a zoning hearing today. The church wants one-third of the property for use as a school, daycare, and counseling center. Some neighbors say they're concerned about the thousands of dollars in lost revenue in tax dollars, and they do not wish to have individuals being counseled coming into their neighborhood. A proposal to amend the state constitution is advancing. It would limit the length of emergency disaster declarations. It's a step closer to being considered by voters in the spring. Senator John Gordner voted for the bill, which would limit a governor's emergency disaster declaration to 21 days unless the legislature extended it. If we had a seat at the table, we'd say, yes, governor, we want to extend the order, but you know what? We need to do a better job and making sure that we're helping our citizens. But Senator Katie Muth opposed the bill. The idea that 253 people can legislate and agree on critical and life-saving decisions in mere hours or days to decide on how our Commonwealth should operate in an emergency is absurd. If the proposal is approved by the House, it would then be put on the ballot for the voters to decide. A governor can now issue an emergency disaster declaration for up to 90 days and renew it indefinitely. I'm Mark Sims. 
That is the news headlines, a quick summary of some of the things in the news. We'll have some more headlines uh, coming up as the hour progresses. We have a soundbite later this hour from the My Pillow guy who's very upset that he's been banned from Twitter because he's still advancing uh, election fraud conspiracy theories that have been debunked. So they cut him off, the My Pillow guy. You hate it when they cut people off. I do, but if I never had to watch another My Pillow commercial, I would not be <laughs> Might heartbroken. Be worth it. Okay, well, I'm tired of hearing about his Giza dream sheets, and they'll give you two for the price of one. Okay. So, but that's not that's not because I believe he should be banned. That's because I find his commercials <laughs> less than acceptable. <laughs> Annoying. All right, and uh, I looked on uh, Amazon where you can rate the pillows. Most people find the pillows higher than satisfactory. There's a few his people, pillows. Yes, okay, most well. people like me, or no, I'm sorry, most people uh, like them quite a bit, and the uh, the people who didn't like them is almost. At, asterisk level. I mean, there's a, a few people don't like them. Didn't like it. Mine just didn't hold up and it became a, a lump bucket that I didn't enjoy. Well, I like feather pillows and I don't think his pillows have feathers. Oh, no. They are a high-tech... I'm a traditionalist. A high-tech cooling material that circulates I think air. of all those chickens that gave up their feathers so I could rest <laughs> so comfortably at night. Yeah, I like feathers, too. We have them all over the house because they have several <laughs> feather pillows. Yeah, they do have a tendency to have a, an occasional loose feather floating around, but you know, I can live with that. 1-800-795-9565 is our open telephone number. Feel free to give us a buzz. Rob Setter, a fabulous producer, is standing by. Uh, Joe and I talked a little bit about uh, political correctness, and uh, oh, we did not receive anything about that. Okay. No, and we have uh, a caller who's going the, to call uh, back, but the church. And, and Bimbo is the correct pronunciation? That's what I was told. Okay. I, mean, I always called it Bimbo Bakeries, but someone mm-hmm. said to me, no, it's Bimbo. Bimbo, okay. Okay. I, I, obviously, the word Bimbo has other connotations that are probably not associated with baked goods. I called up there one time to find out, and they answered the phone, Bakery! <laughs> well, like, that oh, solves thanks, that problem. A lot. They probably didn't know what the name Actually, was. Actually, <laughs> the girl did not know. One of our emailers says, I heard your story about the church this morning. You said the city would lose only about $7,000 in tax revenue. There are single homes in Sunbury paying four dollars to $5,000 in property taxes. How could, you, how could a five-acre property be paying so little in property tax? The treasurer told me they are buying the entire complex if the variance is granted. The Beambo plant and the Sunbury Hospital were both denied a reduction in taxes not so long ago. My biggest concern about all of this is the R1 zones around the complex which were used as accessories to the plant. I have a parking lot which is right up against my property and is currently used by the general public to set off illegal fireworks, throw trash onto my property, break my windows, and sell drugs. All of my concerns to the owner who resides in Lancaster are ignored. The police do not respond quickly quickly enough to these incidents if the church is granted a variance who will own these accessory lots all right well okay. see this is why we have zoning hearings it's an opportunity for a finding of fact to get to all of this well but they don't necessarily have to grant it in other words the whole point here is that it's not a permitted use in the industrial zone that they made that area mm-hmm. so the, they have to get a special exception from the zoning hearing board to be allowed to do it i'm not sure can you not 
but you're not obligated to give it. I mean, they're not obligated. You can rezone it it so that it it would be acceptable. Well, the city council could rezone it. Oh, just the council. But if you do that, you're in danger of being uh, accused of spot zoning and have that challenged in court. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number if you wish to participate in what is a very slow process of finding a fact related to the uh, great H2 church that is very interested in putting a uh, uh, church, a worship space, day care, counseling opportunities up at the place, up at the former Bimbo Bakery. Right. Well, you can't argue about the fact that it does take a property off the tax rolls. I, I look at Sealands Grove. They have almost half of the property in the borough is exempt from taxes because it's church-related or it's university-related. But look at the significant contributions that H2 makes. So what is the oh, they all make. So does Susquehanna University make significant if you, contributions. Uh, if you save a life of somebody who is uh, not doing very well with drugs or something, you save their life, what's the value of that? Would you rather get the $7,000 from the vacant property, or would you rather have it tax-free well, first, and, and a counseling service is offered? First of all, pass- people are helped and worshipped is led, and you know, the I have town a very, is better off. I have a very high opinion of Pastor Mark. And from what I've seen, he's a very dedicated man who's trying to do the right thing. But on the other hand, people who live there, that they knew what was there when they moved in, you know, and they accepted the fact that that was there. So if somebody buys the property now, but now they're talking about changing it, and the people who are there don't want the change. And I always felt from a zoning standpoint that the people who live there now are the ones who should have the most say in what goes in there, because they didn't buy knowing that something weird or unusual or different was going to go into that piece of property. Well, and to underscore what you say, uh, the residents and neighbors and any stakeholder will have an opportunity to speak today, today so, right. so that voice will be heard. And the second thing is, originally it was all houses up there with a, a relatively small factory, and of course a buttercrust grew and grew, which was fabulous news, and purchased homes and got zoning changes so that they could continue to expand and park more cars there. So if you're talking about grandfathering people in, let's go back. 30 years, 20 years, I mean, the timeline is very, very staccato as to what, but the, what, what was really there. They were, they, were local, they were local people. The Apple family owned right. that, and they were wonderful citizens, still are. Some, uh, John's still alive. <laughs> uh, you know, um, they, are, they are great, uh, great, great people. And so what they wanted to do was benefit the city. But then when they, you know, they, people get old, people retire, people move on. I haven't so seen when Bimbo took over, well, they sold it to Sarah Lee, and Sarah Lee was okay, but then Sarah Lee sold to Bimbo, and Bimbo shut everything down. So, there you go. I haven't seen John Apple since yesterday. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Marianne, thank you so much for calling back two times. You are on the mark. Uh, Yes. Well, I agree with Joe on this. Uh, Why don't we hear anything about prosecuting the perpetrators of and the participants in the summer riots that took place in Portland? Uh, where the anti-Trump rioters burned down police stations and looted stores day after day, and in other cities like Philadelphia where they blew up 50 ATMs and looted the downtown stores. And you're saying those individuals that did those things are not being prosecuted? Correct. Oh, okay. But every blessed day we hear about the January 6th insurrection ad nauseum. They're both equally bad, but I suppose because the summer riots were anti-Trump, we had to let them go ahead and Nothing was done to prosecute them or stop them. Also, the second impeachment of Trump is simply motivated by hatred. 
the man is out of office and they won't let go of it and get on with the business of of passing the legislation that they promised to do that would benefit all Americans. It's a waste of time and money. It won't go anywhere. Well, let me see if I have this right. If you participated in a riot last summer, you should be prosecuted. But if you if you fomented and encouraged an insurrection last month, you should not be prosecuted. Am I no, hearing no, right? you right? No, I'm saying just the opposite. I just said they're both equally bad, and they should both be prosecuted. You're not listening to me, or I'm not talking right. I don't know. You're not hearing. I, I understood you. In what okay. in what way is an impeachment and a trial in the Senate, not a prosecution. No, no, no. I'm talking about the riots. I said they should both be prosecuted, the participants and, and the, uh, the ones who started them. I'm not, I, I said the impeachment is a waste of time, and that is simply motivated by hatred. I said the guy is out of office. They ought to let go of it and get on with the business of passing the legislation they promised to do that would benefit all Americans. I said it's a waste of time and money. You're not listening to me. I've heard every word you said very carefully and listened to every single word that you've said. And what I'm pointing to, and that you're not listening to me, is the fact that if you want people who rioted last summer because they committed a crime to be prosecuted, should you not want our former president, who committed a crime over the past six years, to be prosecuted? And you say yes to last summer, but no to prosecution for the president. I'm simply saying that there's at least an irony there, to say the very least. You want anybody who rioted prosecuted, and that's appropriate. Uh, I'm looking at uh, Wikipedia that indicates that hundreds of people were prosecuted following the riots last summer. And what the House and Senate did is they're in the process of indicting and prosecuting the president. So I think it's part and partial the same thing. Someone commits a crime... They're held accountable. You and I actually agree. I think that it's a waste of time to go ahead with the impeachment, and I reiterate that it's just being motivated by hatred. They, I don't like Trump as a person, but I think that up some of his policies were very sound, and I'm sorry that he was not reelected. And I'm saying that they should get on with the business of of passing the legislation they promised to do to help all Americans. That's all I'm saying. Well, the, the I think it's a waste of time, and it will go nowhere anyway. The difference is that no one is saying that the people who, who did the break-in at the Capitol shouldn't be prosecuted. But the But the president, what the, what the Republicans are saying there and what the Democrats or the people on the left don't want to acknowledge is that constitutionally they don't believe it's proper or illegal for them to, uh, to impeach somebody or to convict somebody who's no longer serving. And that's exactly. why the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court won't participate. I mean, that should give you a signal right there. The Chief Justice yeah. isn't there because it's not a sitting president. Right. It's not that's a decision the whole, he made. But that's the whole point. It's He's not yeah. a sitting president, and the whole idea of, of this was to remove a sitting president. Look, people should exactly. be held accountable for their actions, whether it's in Tacoma, Washington, or sure whether it's in should. Washington, D.C. And it was an overreach. If they had gone with censure, I think the 90% oh, of the country this. would okay. have agreed with it. Marianne, we'll give you the last word. We're back to two months ago. Go ahead. Okay. Well, um, this idiocy. I have something else I want to say, but if I only have a minute, um, I'll call back with that another time. Okay. It is idiocy, idiocy about renaming the schools. Is that in San Francisco? Yes, it these is. People, these people are nuts. Uh, what's next? Are, what about people who are living in the South now who may have had ancestors who owned plantations 
and therefore we're slave owners. We're going to root them out and make them all leave the country. What about the Native Americans from whom we stole this country in the first place and who were treated far more even than black, far worse even than black people? Actually, that's what are we going to do? Apologize to them and all leave the country, go back where we came from? I mean, where does it stop? It's Actually, crazy. that is one of the things that they claim about the people f- about whom they wish to rename these schools is that they committed the very crime that you just named as being uh, disrespectful or, or what's the word about indigenous people for President Lincoln? <laughs> That's crazy. It's you read it, Joe. Uh, thank you so much, Marianne. Thank you, thank you, thank you so I much. Really appreciate the now. call. Oppressed indigenous peoples. Hold on, Joe. Stuff, you are next. We'll be right back. Sunbury Motors Ford is bringing in 2021 with a bang. SMC has just received shipments of the all-new 2021 Ford F-150. Save up to nine grand on the totally redesigned F-150, which was just awarded North America's Truck of the Year for 2021. Sunbury Motors has 67 F-150s in stock and arriving soon. SMC is introducing the highly anticipated 2021 Ford Bronco Sport. The new Bronco's retro design reflects its iconic heritage from the 60s and 70s. Sunbury Motors has them in stock, starting at just $28,200. Pick from 61 of the top selling Ford Escapes with savings up to $8,250 and slash to as low as $22,380. SMC is where you want to be in January for discounts up to $11,000 on the largest selection of new Fords in the Susquehanna Valley. And everyone is clearly marked for this massive sale. Sunbury Motors Ford in the 4th Street Auto Plaza. Proudly serving all of central Pennsylvania for over a century. Perfect sale ends Monday the 1st. Goodbye. We love you. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. I think it's a cat. I okay, think it's coming back, come back as yep, a cat. Uh, cat. All right. Uh, Maybe a dog, but definitely a cat. Joseph, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yes, uh, I want to comment on the New World Order and the Founding Fathers. Uh, you okay. may. Go right ahead. Okay, uh, I want to preface it with this because I'm going to get a lot of patriotic Christians angry with me. Uh, uh, I would ask one question of them. Would you ever call anyone worshipful master? Uh, any human being, would you call him your worshipful master? Uh, and obviously the answer would be no, because there's only one worthy of worship, and that's the Almighty and His Son. Well, the Founding Fathers, George Washington was Master Mason of Lodge, uh, Lodge 22 in Alexander, Virginia. And when you address the master of a lodge, you must address him as old worshipful master, and he would receive that worship. When the Apostle Peter, when Cornelius, they, uh, bowed down to him, he said, get up, I'm a man just like you. You don't bow down to any man. The Founding Fathers goes back to Genesis chapter 11 when they were all of one language of one speech and they built this tar to Babel Yahweh come down seen what they were doing he said whatever they imagined to do that they would do he confounded their language and scattered them all over the world okay and in the United States of America uh, this we have it right on our money one from many they were one at the tar of Babel and Yahweh confounded them and scattered them all over, and in the United States, it's one from many. You can worship the gods of your choice in this nation and be protected by the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, and uh, someone can worship Satan. Now, the prime thing in 
Uh, in fact, George Washington, the obelisk in uh, the phallic symbol in Washington, D.C., 555 feet tall in honor of George, is the symbol of Amon Ra in Egypt, and it's a phallic symbol. If someone don't know what that is, it's the male organ with the obvious connotation. It's, a, it's an abomination in Deuteronomy. Yahweh says, tear them down. But, of course, they erect them. That's, by the way, uh, that's why the Arabs call us the great Satan. If you read your history, you'll see that in Mecca and Medina, they have these obelisks, and the Arabs stone them, and they say they're reenacting Abraham's, Ishmael's rejection of Satan, trying to get them to disobey uh, Abraham, their father. And to them, it's a symbol of Satan, the obelisk or the Washington Monument. All right. How, what does this relate to our current discussion? Okay, well, I want to say, uh, uh, in masonry, they do not believe in the fall. Okay, now, on your, just go to your dollar bill. You have a pyramid with the all-seeing eye of Ra above it, and above that you have a caption in Latin, Anawet Coetus. And to interpret it, that means he has smiled upon our endeavors. Well, what's their endeavors? At the bottom of the pyramid, you'll see Novus Forum. And if you look in English, that would be New Order Society, or what we call New World Order. All right, you got now, three minutes. we got to stop you there. That You're way in the weeds as far as our discussion, discussion no, about political correctness. So I wanted to lay a foundation here, but there's so much. Um, President Roosevelt, he, he started... Well, we got to stop you. You're over three minutes, and we got four callers waiting. And it was, uh, but anyhow, it's, it's all in Freemasonry, and it's very evil. Okay. And it, it's going to come to pass. All right. Thank you so much. Thank right, you, thank so you, thank you. Appreciate the that. The Freemasons are evil. We've got that, right? Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I I know I had relatives who, who were Freemasons, yeah. and I don't think they were evil. <laughs> but, you know, every, everybody to their own. Bobby T., Bobby D., we are talking about globalism, Freemasonry, and zoning. Okay. Uh, in this case, uh, zoning. I'll take okay, zoning for two I live in and I only live <laughs> two blocks away from the bakery. Oh. And, okay, back uh, in, in the 80s, uh, there was a property across the street that they wanted to sell to the leader company to make a nursing home. And uh, because of the infrastructure and everything else and no parking and this and that, they decided, okay, you know, we're not going to put the uh, nursing home there. Mm-hmm. But then at that point, they zoned it uh, residential. Mm-hmm. But the businesses that were still there were allowed to stay there. Hers, uh, dairy store, and the bakery, and the playground, and the hospital, and that. So that's what's been uh, going on in this uh, area as far as where the bakery is concerned. Uh, okay. Of course, uh, yeah, but that's but that's but that's what they did. They uh, zoned it uh, residential, but the businesses that were still there, uh, I guess, were grandfathered in that mm-hmm. they um, were allowed to stay there. Yeah, they would be allowed to do that as long as they maintained that business. But if they let it go for like a year, I think it is, then they lose that grandfather status. So I don't think they're today. You're talking about the old Hers Dairy Store yes. up there. I don't know whether that's still a business or not. I think it was closed for a while, and it may have lost its exemption. Well, no. Okay, now hers, hers? hers down well, is down. Uh, you know, was, was uh, moved. Oh, okay, uh, that's know. gone. The building's yeah, torn I mean, down. You know, okay. But I mean, it just the that's property. Right. I mean, they took, you know, they took that property and took the building down in that. But that is r- right next to the bakery complex, right. so that's all still there. All right. Okay. Thank you, sir. Yeah, good background. It Thanks, always Bob. relates to the fact that there's been an evolution of the properties there for some time. All right. We go from Bob to Bob. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Yeah. Good morning. 
Uh, I'm just calling about the one caller trying to say about these riots for the people that black people that were killed, comparing that to Donald Trump uh, impeachment. That's crazy. That's way off mark. There was nobody. I mean, there was an officer killed at the Capitol. Nobody cares about that because somebody's been charged for it. But you can't compare a Black Lives Matter movement to Donald Trump being impeached. You can if the net result is violence on either side, and they're both wrong. It doesn't matter whether violence was in defense of a social justice issue or in defense of a sitting president. Well, her argument the violence is, is wrong. Right. Her argument is that violence is wrong if it's in the Midwest, but the, and that individuals who broke into the Capitol and did those crimes should be prosecuted, but not the president who is impeached for incitement of the uh, violence. Right. And we saw what's going to happen. The Republicans are going to go against it. And that's what's wrong with our country they don't our constitution is cut in half the democrat the democrats believe in the constitution and the republicans will find everything to go out of the constitution just like the bible you'll have people that will believe in it and you'll have people that don't believe in it well, I think that you can make a pretty good case the Republicans believe more in the Constitution than the Democrats. The Republicans oh, aren't trying to brother. Republicans aren't talking about Come packing on. the court. <laughs> Republicans aren't talking about packing the court and making all these changes to the Constitution. Oh, it's brother. the Democrats who are doing that. Well, you know what? You know that uh, judge they just swore in before the before Trump got sworn out of office? Why Amy are they Coney going Barron. out with COVID nineteen now? I beg your pardon? Why are they trying to push that through? Push what through? The COVID-19 vaccine... Well, the, the vaccine is all, the vaccine's yeah, already check. being manufactured. Yeah, we'll find out what you mean and then call back. All right, thank you so much, Bob. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Great viewpoints. Okay, Appreciate that. Yeah. Paul, last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Yes. Uh, last week, uh, either you or Joe, when uh, you guys let go of me, one of you said that uh, he's that preacher that can't stop at noon, you know. I, I confess, I, I do that frequently. Um, wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me. It must have been Mark. I don't remember, but anyway. <laughs> what, you know. what, of, what, of, what of you? Anyway, but uh, uh, back to the impeachment of the, um, the president and now the trial for this. Um, uh, I heard Rand Paul last night uh, in a discussion about this. We have 45 votes now that uh, believe that... Um, they, uh, the Constitution is about removing somebody from office. He's already out of office, so this is... It, 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 they're never going to get uh, 67 votes. They already know this right now. They shouldn't proceed. What they should do is they should talk to the prosecutor down in that district, the federal prosecutor, and they should bring charges in federal court. And Donald J. Trump, they should take him then to the... have him show up at the courthouse tell him what the charges is. He has to declare whether he's guilty or not guilty and have a trial of, of impartial jurors. This is the way they should handle it. No one's above the law. And if he incited a riot and was planning an insurrection by calling all those people there on January the 6th and so forth, take it to court and prosecute him criminally. That's what they should do. That's what I expected them to do with Hillary Clinton and James Clapper and James Comey and many other people that misused their government offices and uh, government power in a political um, way and so forth. They were outside the jurisdiction of what they were supposed to be doing as officers of the federal government. And uh, if this is true about Donald J. Trump, do it. 
bring him bring him to court if they're really seriously try him as a criminal for you know inciting a riot that's that's what should be done nobody's above the law and uh, that's that's the way they should proceed that's trying to do this in the senate is nuts because the jury were all victims of the crime they all had to be hustled off you don't put people on the jury who are relatives of the people involved. One well, way plus one they're all a the bunch other. of partisan and hacks, too. That's <laughs> the other aspect of it. Well, but but they, they, are, they should not be the... This is not what the... It's a criminal... It should be a criminal proceeding, and, and that's not what impeachment is, is for. It's to remove somebody from office. And so this, this is... Uh, uh, this is misusing the Constitution. Uh, going back to that that argument, that's that's what I think about this. Uh, take him to federal court. He has to declare whether he's guilty or not guilty. Get uh, twelve impartial juries. Go at it and uh, see if they can convict him of the crime. That's what they should be doing. Yeah, he's I'm... a private citizen now, and he's a, he's he's. He's as liable before the law as anybody else. But the act that he's going to be accused of committing occurred while he was in office. This is a tough constitutional issue. And, I, you know, I think each side is more than willing to blow it off quickly. The Democrats say, oh, he certainly can be tried and convicted. Yeah, there's and the Republicans say, no, it's, it, it, you know. But there, I, I think this is going to be a real constitutional scholar debate. And uh, it'll wind up at the Supreme Court no matter which way it goes. And I think yeah. the, this idea of presenting all the evidence by... By the prosecution will be very helpful to make sure that Donald Trump will never get elected again, regardless of the outcome of the impeachment or the conviction or the trial. What, what where in the Constitution is that 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 they can pass something that they can't be reelected? Is that simply the Fourteenth of Amendment? Is, is that, that an add-on afterward that they vote for that? Yeah, that's an add-on after the okay. fact. That's yeah, a if they convict him, they can then decide whether or not he should face the penalty of not being allowed to serve again in the federal office. Yeah, so that would be yeah, a U.S. law, but, but, but not necessarily. But do you know where that's in the Constitution? Is that just simply the Fourteenth Amendment about the Civil War, the people that were like uh, Jefferson Davis and so forth? I believe it's... Uh, I, I may be wrong, but I believe it's the Fourteenth Amendment. I believe it's just a law that they have the option to do so if you've been convicted in the Senate. They can bar you. It's just one of the federal laws. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Nice to talk to you. Lawrence's worst constitutional class (laughs) is over. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, we got calls coming in and calls waiting. Uh, Chris has been patient uh, for about 10 minutes or so. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning. Uh, Stan didn't seem too upset when in the previous uh, impeachment, uh, basically, uh, 
McConnell was deciding everything. Like well, he wasn't. He wasn't a victim. He certainly was a, a partisan hack, supposed to be by unbiased, but he wasn't a victim and wasn't a witness a potentially. Well, I don't think he mentioned the being a victim thing. That was came up later. Yeah, that did. Oh, okay. Came up later. And uh, there's nothing unconstitutional or anti-constitutional about packing the court, apparently. Right. The, Joe said Democrats want to do it because they don't like the Constitution as front of her, yeah. as much as Republicans. But he's mistaken, as always. <laughs> <laughs> what else? And, oh, well, I, I don't... Uh, uh, the, there's a precedent, of course, for trying somebody who's not in office, impeaching somebody who's not in office in the Senate. And so I would think it would be the the you tend toward the fact that it was constitutional to do that. What is that precedent? I'm not aware of it. You say there's a precedent. What is it? Uh, the Secretary of War under Belknap. Uh, under Lincoln. No, Grant. It was under Grant. It was Belknap. Yeah, under Grant, yeah. Well, he was appointed by Lincoln, I think, though, originally, wasn't he? Um, not so sure about that, because the cabinet was pretty much cleared out by Johnson. That's why Johnson was impeached. So I doubt that My Belknap was in there at the time. <laughs> well, I'll have to review that. It must be a but burden anyway, to know all that. <laughs> he, he resigned before he was impeached, even. So he wasn't in office at the time of his impeachment or the trial for impeachment. But bear in mind, Nixon Nixon did the Nixon did the same thing. So if there was ever a reason to have impeached somebody who was no longer there, it would have been Richard Nixon. Well, except that uh, that was part of the deal to get him out. I'm pretty sure. I didn't know there was a deal <laughs> to get him out. Stop the impeachment. Yeah, there was a deal to get him out. I'm not aware of that. You have a, I've evidence of this. You have the signed agreements. Saw it in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a deal you put on paper. I see. Okay, it's, it's one of those deals. Agreement. It was a. Uh, it was the Republicans talking to him. Yeah. Okay. We're going to vote against you if it goes to impeachment. Well, I think he he had pretty well was pretty well aware at the time that he had run out of support. Yes, and of course they're they're not uh, they aren't the same group of Republicans now willing to look at things objectively like that. Of course, they weren't very willing then either. Well, I don't know if it would come to impeachment. I think he would have certainly have been convicted uh, of the charges, and I don't know what the vote would have been. But I don't I don't think it would yeah, have been partisan. The tapes, they wouldn't have been. I think it would have been a bipartisan vote. If the if uh, uh, without the tapes, it would have been a partisan vote. No, agreed. So, uh, I I don't uh, I don't get a lot of people's uh, upset relative to uh, the the two events. One was uh, people threatening breaking in and trying to get to uh, senators and the vice president to do. Uh, perhaps executions to the, the highest government officials in our land, practically. What were they going to do it with? Uh, nobody had any guns. Or what? They there had were a couple gallows of out front they built. So they were going to drag somebody and out and hang them, huh? There. They were going to drag somebody out and hang them? There were some guns there. 
And those people were actually roaming the court, uh, roaming the halls of Congress looking for people to shoot. Some were. They didn't find anybody. Well, uh, that, okay. uh, uh, they got, <laughs> they got out bef- just shortly before the crowd came. Got there. People right. have carried guns onto the state capitol grounds and without killing anybody. You know, I think it's unfair to assume that they were absolutely violent in intent, no matter what they I'm said. I'm not saying they all were, but they were certainly they were they were they were screaming things that implied they were. All right, we got to take the next caller. Breaking down windows, claiming saying they were going to get pence or hang pence. We got to take the next caller. You Thank you so much, Chris. The word a little bit there, don't you? <laughs> yes. No. And Joe won't. I <laughs> no, will. Because you like to keep your head in the sand. I guess that's one way to put it, or that's one yeah, place yeah. to put it. All right. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. 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 I'm sorry to do that, but I, you know, people won't stop talking. Five minutes is the limit. Ron <laughs> from Danville, you're on the mark. He's hey, right. Guys, thanks for a chance to comment. I um. I'm concerned about all of the government control. Um, You know, as far as the impeachment process goes, it's a logical question of how does it help the people during a pandemic to put so much government resources to impeach a guy who's no longer in office? I just, um, I'm I'm disturbed by that, but I realize it's a political tool. Um, I, I think that increasing corporate taxes, I'm hearing, I'm hearing increase the minimum wage, and if we do that, you know, if we double the if we double the minimum wage, that means we'll have to pay double for what's on the shelves. That money has to be made up somewhere. And if we if we continue down this road, people will not have enough money to live. The only money that they'll get is from the government through stimulus money. And then they'll make all of us get a vaccine. I think that should be the choice of the of the people. So I'm really concerned about um, too much government control at this point. Um, I think people should get the shot if they want to get it or not. Um, I think the government should work for the people. And I think we need to get back to work and um, let people have their freedoms back. My only other comment is, um, Joe, keep doing what you're doing. Um, I know they try to, to talk you down and stuff, but to me, you're the... You're the voice of reason for most of us in north-central Pennsylvania, so thanks for doing what you do. Well, thank you. Those are my comments. Thanks. Super. Call back every day. You just (laughs) made the highlight reel. Thank you so much, Ron. Really appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. 1-800-795-9565. One of my friends texts me and says, and Lawrence is the voice of chaos. <laughs> so I think we're equally balanced on that note. All right. We'll Reason and chaos. We have a minute before a break, and Stan is next. So we'll put Stan on the radio for one minute. Yeah, as far as uh, the Constitution goes, it's either in Article One or in the 14th Amendment. It's about if a person is convicted in the 14th Senate Amendment. It's the 14th Amendment. It is the 14th okay. Amendment. Yep. He can't, he can't run for any type of civil office or blah, 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 blah. But I guess that only applies to Republicans because Al C. Hastings from Florida was impeached, convicted when he was a federal judge, and he is sitting in the House of Representatives right now. But here's the thing. You're missing what it says. It talks specifically about shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. If he was impeached and convicted for high crimes and misdemeanors, but not that high crime, that's 
why he's still serving. Yeah, this is why the insurrection count counts for Trump, but not uh, for Hastings. Okay, all right. I missed that. Yeah, I, I, I kind of do remember seeing that. But you're right. Yeah, he was he was uh, impeached for corruption, if I remember right. You got it. So, you got it. I, I, I guess that's okay to be corrupt and use your. Uh, you know your seat of power for, for self enrichment. That's okay. Well, if the voters right. want you in, I'm I'm waiting for Rod Blagojevich to run again. <laughs> yeah, now that he's pardoned, he can. All right, thank you, Stan. Thank Thanks, you so Stan. much. Yeah, excellent right. point. Very, very much appreciated. Hey, Sunbury Motors is the place to go. I've been there many times, and I'm going to be going there again shortly. They sell Ford, particularly my F one fifties down there, but they sell a lot of great uh, Fords down there. The Explorer, the Expedition, and you see the theme here, the Escape, and uh, they would just love to super serve you in one of those vehicles. The Hyundai Elantra's my perfect vehicle, I think, but you can pick anyone you want. They got all the models of the Hyundai down there. Kia dealership is over there. The uh, Kia Telluride's my favorite vehicle there. I want to put one on a lift kit. I think that would be great, but uh, in any event, I think that Kia Telluride plus all the other Kias are in perfect, uh, perfect vehicles for the right person. And Lincoln Continental, we are going to be buying a Lincoln Navigator pickup. Oh, you don't want the pickup. You don't want the open bed, right? You want the fully enclosed no, I want, SUV. I want the fully enclosed. fully enclosed SUV with the V8. No hybrid. Joe had never met a gallon of gas. That Can I get a twelve? Do they have a twelve? A twelve-cylinder? Yeah. All right. That that was big. They were the Duesenbergs were twelve-cylinder oh. cars. Well, what about the uh, Jaguar? Didn't they have a twelve-cylinder? I don't know. I'm not a foreign car so. fan. I like American vehicles. They I like have a Ford's. used Dodge truck down at Sunbury Motor Company that has 10 cylinders. So 10? Oh, good. really? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's not your kind of vehicle, though. <laughs> anyway, I think it's dual rear wheel. That's too much for you. Uh, in any event, uh, Sunbury Motor Company does have a perfect vehicle for you, whether it is a new one or one you of the You think hundreds. I can't handle a dually? Uh, you can't, it won't fit in your garage. <laughs> you, you could probably drive it straight forward, but you could never back it up. Okay. <laughs> this is pre-camera. All right. Sunbury Motor Company will find Joe the perfect vehicle, large enough consumes enough fuel and is comfortable enough and is Lincoln enough for him. Now, we know this vehicle exists and we're going to find it for him on the lot or they'll order it up online. Do as I've done. Go to sunburymotors.com. Sunbury Motors Ford is bringing in 2021 with a bang. SMZ has just received shipments of the all-new 2021 Ford F-150. Save up to nine grand on the totally redesigned F-150, which was just awarded North America's Truck of the Year for 2021. Sunbury Motors has 67 F-150s in stock and arriving soon. SMC is introducing the highly anticipated 2021 Ford Bronco Sport. The new Bronco's retro design reflects its iconic heritage from the 60s and 70s. Sunbury Motors has them in stock starting at just $28,200. Pick from 61 of the top selling Ford Escapes with savings up to $8,250 and slash to as low as $22,380. SMC is where you want to be in January for discounts up to $11,000 on the largest selection of new Fords in the Susquehanna Valley. And everyone is clearly marked for this massive sale. Sunbury Motors Ford in the 4th Street Auto Plaza. Proudly serving all of central Pennsylvania for over a century. Hurry, sale ends Monday the 1st. Yeah, there, there was a contest. All right, welcome back. <laughs> one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Joe hates it when we bar people from Twitter, but uh, Mike Lindell, the Pillow Guy, says he'll be back. Some of the stuff you're talking about now just sounds kooky to people. I'm standing my ground. I'm not going to back down. 
I'm not going to back down. That was uh, the pillow guy. So he's not going to lay his head down on the pillow. He's going to keep fighting Twitter and keep promulgating debunked conspiracy theories about the election. And if you buy one of his Giza dream sheets, you get two free. (laughs) Well, sure. (laughs) Why not? How about his pillow topper Uh, or his mattress topper? Oh, Lance is back on the line. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in. We'll give you three minutes and then Cindy. Okay. Well, you know, as we think back on all of the uh, slaveholders and traitors and insurrectionists in our history, they all really had one thing in common, and that was the organization they belonged to, which was the Democratic Party. So based on the criterion we're using on all our heroes, don't you think that all vestiges and all traces of it should be removed? Well, I might right. agree to I might agree to eliminating the Aaron Burr High School if there is one somewhere. But <laughs> oh, really? I mean, it's uh, and it's the uh, kind of interesting. That, uh, I'm sure there have been Republican criminals, but not to that level. Point. But uh, you know, certainly some some bad GOP people. Benedict Arnold Jr. Who High, was the worst <laughs> president we ever had? Well, yeah. everybody's well, saying Trump, but I would suspect that it was someone other than Trump. Wasn't Nixon a Republican? Yes, Nixon was a Republican. Wasn't, uh, Benedict Arnold, oh, yeah. a Republican. Benedict Arnold wasn't. There weren't weren't Republican parties until the 1860s. So, okay, so he, he, he may have he, been he, a Whig, but actually he was a Tory because he sided with the British. Okay, go ahead. Lance. Well, yeah. We're using up well, your you time. They really that. Uh, well, they reformed themselves, but so did Bobby Lee, and they certainly aren't uh, cutting him any slack, removing everything the guy ever did or stood for. And Bobby he certainly Lee. should have been the template. Robert E. Lee. Oh, oh Robert. <laughs> Duh. I'm sorry. Lance yeah. is way ahead of me, as always. Yeah, don't you think? I mean, he, uh, he certainly did enough. That he did redeem himself. He did? But they don't look at that at all. The only person or the only organization that can do that are the Democrats. And they certainly were the worst right up through uh, the end of the last century. I think it was the Quartermaster General Montgomery Meggs who decided to bury people in the, the front lawn of Robert E. Lee's home uh, so yeah. that he could never use it as a home again. I'd say he paid quite a price. All right. Thank you so yeah. much, Lance. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Call tomorrow. Okay. We, you got more to say. I'm almost certain of it. Cindy, last caller of the day. You are on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Yesterday I read in the Daily Item that President Biden has closed the borders of our country to people from certain other countries. And I was astonished that there wasn't the hue and cry I heard when President Trump did this. When President Trump closed our borders, he was described as a racist, a misogynist, a homophobe, a bigot, a you name it, they called him that. Here President uh, Biden has done the very same thing, and there's not a whisper. Help me understand that, Mark, because you're the one that made these accusations against President Trump. Well, I think the media is biased. And I'm biased. I'm a partisan hack. Too. There's the most frank admission you're going to hear this week, Cindy. I That's think there amazing. is. A, <laughs> there is a bias. We've talked one. about this for weeks. Thank you so much, Cindy. Really, no, it's true. Call back tomorrow. You'll have more time. Hypocrisy are us in the U.S. It's not just me. I assure you. Well, you're the leading distributor. <laughs> well, believe me, I have many, many customers, yourself included. This is WKOK Sunbury.